the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy Hump Day to everybody out there. The day after Halloween, are y'all getting over the hump? By gorging on all your kids' Halloween candy. <laughs> I know I talked to some people today that uh, admitted that they might have uh, pinched a few pieces from the kitties. Uh, hopefully you guys did have a good Halloween and you're ready to roll over the hump into the weekend that's coming up here. And I'm glad you guys are here with us to get over that hump tonight on the Andrea K show. Hey, don't forget our podcast. If you miss any part of tonight's show or you just want to listen to it again, because we're just always with the with the quip here on the show. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Got a few interesting emails overnight. We also have a 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. All right, great show for you guys tonight. You're going to definitely want to stay tuned at the bottom half of the hour because we actually have Calling in from the gulag, from the D.C. gulag, we actually have political prisoner Jake Lang, who's going to be here to share his story. He has now crossed over the threshold. It is now over a thousand days in which he has been held without a trial. This story is absolutely a must listen to story, particularly given some breaking news today involving the Department of Justice. There's also breaking news involving the certain um, big guy liar who claimed he didn't know nothing about no money coming out of China for him or his son. James Comer has some breaking news on that situation and so much more on tonight's Andrea K. show. So uh, sit back. Relax. If you're on the drive home, give it lean back with a little bit of a gangsta lean and listen to us rap about the hottest events of the night. And of course, you know who's going to be rapping with me. He is the spicy, yummy, delicious, full of vitamins and nutrients. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat. Broccolini. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you just always love giggling at yourself, don't you? <laughs> I crack myself up. What can I say? <laughs> hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, what can you laugh at? That's what I always say, you know, and, you know, and as much as we hit the hot topics here and there are serious times we're dealing with, one of the things I love about you, DJ Sesame Broccolini, a.k.a. Riley, is that you're like me, like we're happy warriors. We can find something to laugh and giggle about in the middle of all of this craziness that's going on. And that's just really, really important. Um, confession, did you go trick-or-treating last night? <laughs> I did not. There was too much okay. in the news. I uh, honestly, I was just glued <laughs> all day long to the news. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, honest okay. confession. I apologize. I just could not. Okay. I couldn't stop. Yeah. Did you pinch anybody's candy? <laughs> no, but hey, some local 7-Elevens were doing a discount on candy, uh, $1 oh. only, and I think the Ooh. deal might still be going. So I got myself a Snickers bar, and it was satisfying. Oh. <laughs> um, I was never the biggest candy bar kid. That really wasn't my jam. The one candy bar that I did really like growing up was just the little, the little loved, um, humble little payday candy bar because I loved the the uh, the contrast of the salty and the sweet. So it's a good pick. Um, it is a yeah, good pick. Thank you, thank you. I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. Um, anyway. Um, Joe Biden, you can buy a whole, how do I segue here? You can buy a whole lot of after Halloween candy on discount with $40,000, right? And um, that's just a drop in the bucket of the millions of dollars that Joe Biden and brother freak show Frank Biden, did you ever see his selfies that he took? I might ask you about this before. This dude sent out naked selfies that were worse than Geraldo Rivera. What happens to men when they get old? Or, you know, because it's one thing if you're a young, hot dude and you look like Antonio Zapato Jr. in the 90s. I'm going to get off this in a moment. But when you're 60-something years old, I don't care how rock hard your abs are. If you want to impress me, do like RFK Jr. and get down and do some push-ups fully clothed. <laughs> don't be sending anybody out any naked selfies, okay? Anyway, back to the lecture at hand in the words of Snoop Dogg. I don't know how many millions. Joe Scarborough was hysterical today that Speaker Johnson, and we'll get to that a little bit later, Speaker Johnson was actually going to take some money from the IRS in order to do an aid package for Israel because we can't continue to print money and just give it away to people. He was hysterical over that because, oh my gosh, uh, here's the Republican Party protecting tax cheats. The first thing I thought of was the Biden crime family. How much... Uh, of the millions and millions and millions, $20 million that went to the Biden crime family, how much of that went to uh, the big guy that wasn't reported on taxes? What a stupid cell phone on the part of Joe Scarborough, uh, well, from Joe Scarborough on behalf of the Democrat Party. But but when it comes to the goods here, and I might have talked about a Speaker Johnson last night on the show uh, in regards to the impeachment inquiry. He is going to amp up the investigations. He feels as though there's already enough evidence for full impeachment. Um, there already was, and now there's this. They have pieced together all the machinations. We know that there was allegations of a bribery scheme. We know that there were documentations of people being pressured. We know that there were 20 LLCs. We know that money, that there was this conversation here, and then money showed up over here. But James Comer did a video today that lays out in painstaking detail. You're going to hear the audio of it here, but I encourage you to Google it and watch it. I want Sesame Broccolini to start um with we've got two clips to play for you guys let's begin with him busting joe biden for lying to the american people that he didn't know nothing about nobody getting no money from china sesame remember when joe biden told the american people that his son didn't make any money in china my son has not made money in terms of this thing about uh, what are you talking about china well Not only did he lie about his son, Hunter, making money in China, but it also turns out that $40,000 in laundered China money landed in Joe Biden's bank account in the form of a personal check. 
and the Oversight Committee has it. Here's how Joe Biden benefited from his family's shady deal with CEFC, a Chinese Communist Party-linked company. It all began with a shakedown in the summer of 2017, when Hunter Biden sent a message to his CEFC associate demanding a $10 million capital payment. As Hunter Biden extorted this associate, Hunter claimed he was sitting with his father and that the Biden network would turn on his associate if he didn't pony up the money. The extortion scheme worked. Days later, $5 million flowed in from a Chinese affiliate of CEFC. Over the following three weeks, Biden family members made a series of complicated financial transactions to hide the source of the China money. Here's how that happened. First, Northern International Capital, a Chinese company associated with CEFC, wired $5 million to Hudson West Three, a joint venture established by Hunter Biden and a CEFC associate. Then Hudson West Three sent $400,000 to an entity owned and controlled by Hunter Biden. Next, Hunter Biden wired $150,000 to Lionhall Group, a company owned by James and Sarah Biden. Sarah Biden then withdrew $50,000 in cash from Lionhall Group. Later the same day, she deposited it into her and James Biden's personal checking account. A few days later, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. The Let's memo line of... Let's stop it there. Um, I know it's a, it's a lot to take in, but I wanted you to hear it because it, there there has been too much too much of without these details, it's too easy for the Democrats to say there's no there there. Comer goes on to, to say that they've that Joe Biden has said or the um, uh, sister in law said wrote on the notation on the check that the money was for. Um, that that the money was for a loan repayment. Let's pretend that it was. And by the way, one of the things that's parts of this story is the all these loan repayments. Oh, like like Hunter Biden got two hundred fifty thousand loan in the middle of Joe Biden's from from a Chinese national in the middle of of Joe Biden's election campaign, and then all of a sudden one of Joe Biden's donors paid off that two hundred fifty thousand, assumed the loan uh, for two hundred fifty thousand dollars on behalf of Hunter Biden. Joe Biden's campaign donor. Uh, loan, 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 loan. That is a classic, by the way, that is a classic way to avoid income by characterizing uh, money moving around as loan repayments. It's classic. You don't have to have ever gone to any kind of accounting class to understand that that's the way that people hide income by fraudulently claiming that money changing hands is a loan. But let's say it was a loan. What Comer laid out for everybody is that by using these relationships and by pressuring people, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't the use of the Biden family name and Joe Biden's name while he was vice president, that money could have never made it into the hands of the Biden family in order to pay Joe Biden back any loan. So it doesn't even matter whether or not it was a loan. What's happened here is that Joe Biden sold off the United States of America and the office of the vice presidency to line his family's pockets and his own. These are the facts and they are undisputed. Quite frankly, there's absolutely no excuse right now. Mike Johnson is, is brand new as speaker. And I believe him when he says that he sees that these are, are, are there's already enough evidence of impeachment. I have absolutely no doubt 
that Mike Johnson is completely shrewd, sly, and is eager to start holding people accountable. Your thoughts, Sesame Broccolini? Well, I I think that this is certainly impeachable. <clears throat> it's it's probably it could be also criminal. I'm not sure, but I will say I also think that it's it's treasonous. You know, I am I'm trying to rack my brain thinking about all of our presidents and our vice presidents and our cabinet members and our history, and I'm wondering if there's any kind of parallel to this kind of brazen scheme in which you're selling political influence you know to countries that are adversarial to us like china or ukraine um and the only thing i can think of is aaron burr being brought up on treason charges Mm -hmm. by thomas jefferson in 1804 um honestly i think this is treasonous i would like to see joe biden brought up on treason charges because he's he's been selling out the american people for a long time but blatantly you know profiting off of selling access to political influence is just so disgusting and i just wonder i want us to be an honest country and i would I, I long for the days where we have honest hard-working politicians and public servants so i just think that joe biden is he just seems to be so corrupt this is all certainly impeachable because it's a political standard not a legal one this could also be criminal personally i think it's treasonous and I don't know what to do about it because the damage has been done. Well, th- but I'd like to see Hunter treason- Biden behind bars. I'd like to see Joe Biden behind right. bars. I'd like to see James Biden behind bars. Well, this is this level of treason used to get you shot at sunrise. Yeah, yeah, it did. Okay, Back when it people is felt criminal. patriotic about this country. You know, I, exactly. I can't believe the American exactly. people look at this and they just tolerate it. That why aren't right. there the more American riots in do- the streets or peaceful expressions well, of protest? Like, why aren't people mobilizing? You would think a story like this would would catalyze uh, change in this country so quickly, but well, um, because it's come it's come out at at, at at a time in our country where the American people have been conditioned and the culture has been changed to be corrupt themselves. Yep, it's been normalized. They, it's been normalized and not only normalized, but it's become ingrained in the psyche and the culture of America. How else can you describe it besides the the movement on the part of the left that feels like justified to have the government take money from one citizen and give to them? You look at it and that's just in terms of the income redistribution. Then you have to add in the sense of entitlement by those who think nothing of just going in and, you know, taking from business owners and just robbing and stealing Right. I mean, uh, uh, under the uh, because of the sense of entitlement, that's just a different version of the same, you know, a flip side of the same coin. There's a sense of entitlement. It's corrupt. It's no integrity, no character, hatred of country, hatred of your fellow man. It's all treasonous in a sense. You add in the mindset of people. We've created an entitlement society where people, you know, even conservatives justified sitting at home, having having their job uh, shut down. And being, you know, given money from the U.S. Treasury, which either comes from its fellow taxpayers or or contributes to a debt that has to be paid off by other people. It's all the same thing. And that's why. And then you got to add in the fellow corrupt weasels in the uniparty system like the Steve Scalises, who all, as we found out before the speaker vote, were on the taken part of the Ukraine money laundering situation. We're going to take a break. We come back. Breaking news on Jan 6 Defendants. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I've talked about this many times. I never thought in my life, as much as I have fought against the left's push for communism in this country, I never thought I'd see it in my lifetime that we would have American citizens in gulags as political prisoners. It is my honor tonight to bring on a young man who's unfortunately passed the milestone of being a political prisoner in the United States. It is Jake Lang, 28-year-old Jake Lang, who has been in the gulag now for over a thousand days without trial. He's actually calling in from the gulag tonight, and it's an honor to have you here, Jake. Um, Thank you for being here. Hey, Andrea. Thank you for having me. God bless you. God bless all the listeners. Thank you. So let's start. To, let's start from the beginning. How did you end up there? What happened? Huh. Well, we got to reel back the clock uh, nearly three years here to the greatest protest in American history. Um, the Stop the Steal rally organized uh, on January 6, 2021, uh, over a million unarmed American patriots peacefully protesting a stolen election at our Capitol. Uh, Joe Biden's regime was you know, biting at the chomps there, trying to uh, do a communist coup d'etat inside our Capitol building that day. Um, the electors were ready to uh, send back the vote, send back the counting, the tallies to the states. We were there to support our patriot electors. Um, things went south when the Capitol Police attacked us, and four unarmed American citizens died in the crowd that day. They were murdered by the Capitol Police. Ashley Babbitt was shot in the throat and killed in cold blood by Officer Michael Byrd. Roseanne Boylan was trampled to death and beaten by Officer Lila Morris and other Capitol Police officers. She actually ended up dying in my arms. I was holding Roseanne and trying oh. to save her life as she died. Um, God, God rest her soul. And two other men died from heart attacks from having flash grenades thrown at their feet and exploding, um, Benjamin Phillips and Kevin Greeson. So God rest their souls. They gave the full measure. For our freedom that day, and I am now suffering the consequences of standing up to a totalitarian regime um, in America here. I've been held as a political prisoner for 1,020 days without a trial. I'm in Washington, D.C. jail right now, about five miles away from our Capitol building. I'm in the basement of the jail, in the hole, in solitary confinement, calling you from a phone on the wall um, in the jail. So... um, I know. And it's just I, 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 I'm I'm literally in a state of shock that this is going on in my country. And I'm devastated that we don't have uh, that you don't have any support, that we don't have the entire Republican Party, if not the entire Congress. If all of our law enforcement outside that gulag demanding that our American citizens be set free, what is the justification for why you have been there for more than a, th- a thousand days without a trial? I mean, it's very simple. If I was Palestinian, if I went into the Capitol and assaulted a police officer as a Palestinian protester on October 17th, I'd have been let go the same day with a desk appearance ticket for maybe a disorderly conduct, disturbing the peace, you know, pay a hundred dollar fine, do not pass go. Um, But because I'm a Trump supporter, because I'm a conservative Christian and I stand for our constitution, they want to destroy my life and the life of over 200 currently incarcerated January Sixers and over 1,400 persecuted uh, American citizens that have already got criminal charges from January 6th, federal real deal criminal charges. 
So the answer is simple. Why I'm in prison is because I support Donald Trump and I support our Constitution and I'm unwavering in that and I will not renounce my beliefs and take a plea deal. And uh, well, the, my plea deal, particularly for my case, is a nine year plea deal. That's what they want me to take Ugh. to cut a deal and to break my conviction and uh, to bend over and kiss the knee. And I just won't do it. I won't take nine years in prison for anything. Um, but I definitely will never break to these, tyr- you know, these tyrannical oligarchs, um, the swamp in Washington, D.C. So I'm in prison because I'm a Trump supporter. Wow, that is just and, and you know what? You're you're a hero because, uh, you know, I don't want to get, you know, go off too much on a tangent. But we've, I've been incredibly disappointed with a couple of people uh, that were attorneys. Uh, related to January 6th, who took plea deals, in particular Jenna Ellis, who cried and, you know, and basically accused Trump and others of of, of blaming them. Yeah, completely spineless, completely spineless. She threw this country and people like yourself under the bus at a, at, because she's a coward. And that harms all of us. You're doing the work for the American people and fighting for freedom by saying, I'm not going to take a plea deal. And I'm going to tell my story about what the U.S. government has done to me. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Jake Lang, Lang, 28-year-old Jake Lang, January 6th political prisoner in a gulag in the United States. Um, but, Jake, you didn't – you. You say you're right now about five miles from the Capitol, but you actually did a tour of quite a few different uh, facilities. You were shuttled all around, all over the place. Tell everybody about that. I was surprised to hear that. Why were you guys like a, like 70 or 90 of you dr- driven around to different prisons around the country? Yes. Yeah, so this is a this is a common tactic that the federal government uses on um, federal prisoners that are waiting to go to trial. They're basically trying to grind down your resolve and break you. Um, it's a mental warfare tactic. And so I've been moved to 13 different prisons in the last um, 1000 days. It's called diesel therapy. It's a form of torture. And basically they do it so that you can never get settled in. Your family doesn't know where you're at. You don't have your access to your evidence or, you know, you're trying to use to exonerate yourself, your laptops and hard drives and all this 40,000 hours of video, which I've never seen, by the way. Um, your lawyers don't have the proper access to you. You know, they move you sometimes. I've been moved all the way to Oklahoma before. Um, you have one three. minute remaining federal penitentiaries um, and moved all over the place. And, you know, every single time it's a new challenge, there's new barriers. And so this is a direct tactic that they're using to try to break me. Um, But these, you know, this federal government doesn't understand that we have uh, a rooted faith in God, that Jesus Christ is with us every single Jan 6 are in these cells. And he's the one that is ministering to us and making it so we can stand strong against these demonic tyrants. Well, Jake, it sounds like you're about out of time, but you're going to be able to call us back, correct? Yes, yes. Give me about uh, a minute uh, or two. I'll call you guys back. And, um, Andre, thank you so much for being brave thank enough you. to have me on your platform. Of, of course. It's truly an honor. Your, your character. Yeah. Thank you okay, so much. Call, call you back. God bless. We will. All right, we're going to take a break. Jake's going to make another call using his precious time from the Gulag. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing our discussion with patriot hero, courageous political prisoner Jake Lang, who has been suffering in a United States variety of different United States gulags for over a thousand days without a trial. And as you all know, as Jake said earlier, that this is all about trying to uh, destroy the MAGA Trump movement by destroying individuals. And Jake is is back on the line with us. Jake, um, there have been some, you are so strong and so courageous. There has been, I think, four or five citizens that, that committed suicide instead of facing what you're going through. And I know your family must be devastated. How has this been on your family? Um, well, first of all, God rest their souls. Um, that's just, it's so horrible to see Joe Biden's DOJ and the FBI regime has made it so terrible for the Jan Sixers and for our families and stuff that people, some of them felt like they had no choice other than to just end the pain uh, before it really, really started. And uh, my heart goes out to them and their families and uh, keep those people in your prayers and their family members in your prayers, because we don't, God forbid, we have any more Jan Sixers who, who, you know, turn, turn towards that. And it just destroys me because I've seen, I've had to minister to some of my fellow Jan Six prisoners um, for the last three years, people that have said those type of things to me that they just want to, you know, go home. They want to end it. And I've had to sit in cells all night long with them and, you know, hold them and, and read the word of God. And just, it's, I've seen it up close and personal and um, God forbid anybody feels that way. So that's just the kind of evil that we're facing right now. Um, Andrea, it's yes. just absolutely demonic. And so we got to stand against it in prayer and in peace <laughs> through God's word. I mean, that's the only, that's the weapon that we've got in this warfare, spiritual mm-hmm. warfare. Yeah. Do you have, um, uh, you're family. absolutely right. Yeah. Your family. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, my family, you know, I've been really blessed with an amazing support system. And my fiance is connecting me. She's a Jan Sixer. She spent 12 minutes in the Capitol. Um, God bless her soul. Um, she's connecting me right now to you. And I have an amazing support system. Um, hundreds of, you know, Christian supporters of ours pray for us every single night. And, you know, they volunteer for us and just, we have so much love in the January 6th community. It's not coming, as you said, from the establishment. You know, the politicians aren't here to help us out. Um, our elected officials and, and all of these institution leaders are not here to help us out. But the everyday uh, Joe is here with us and my family and my people around me. So I'm just so grateful for them. And all the listeners are listening tonight. God bless you guys for, um, you know, just being here to have your attention brought to this issue. Absolutely. Um, have there been any Congress people that have reached out to you and offered help? We have had a congressional photo ops, um, Congressman Choi Niels and Marjorie Taylor Greene and former Congress, Congressman Louis Gomer um, have stopped by the D.C. jail gulag for a photo op um, and then disappeared without any type of Um, follow-up, no actual rubber meat in the road, no action, no, um, you know, real press conferences or protests or um, uh, any 
consequences for the federal prosecutors, the judges that are handing out 22-year-long prison sentences, 18 years, 17 years. These people need to be disbarred and impeached and removed from their office of public accountability. So, no, the congressmen that come, they're, they're empty suits, these people, and even they're our toughest fighters that we regard. And even those people, they don't have any actual follow through. So um, it was nice that they stopped by um, and shook our hand. But, you know, when they leave, we sit here and our families still suffer for years later. Um, and they don't even release the 40,000 hours of tapes. Uh, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy is exactly the reason why the Chance Sixers were at the Capitol on January 6th. People like him and Mitch McConnell and other rhinos are just as guilty, if not even more so, than people like, uh, well, and Liz Cheney as well, too. But people like Benny Thompson and your, you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi's and your Chuck Schumer's, they're all in the same uniparty group. They're not patriots. They're not 1776. They're not constitutionalists. They do not have our country's best interests at heart. And the people that have, the congressmen that have come to support us are empty suits. So um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. How can my listeners help? What can we do? Well, you know, there's there's definitely many ways to get involved in this battle for our for our country's liberty and more specifically for the Jan Sixers because until all of us are freed, you know, it's like all of America has really been taken hostage because these are everyday Americans. We've got in, in the D.C. jail gulag and, and where I'm at right now, you've got electricians and plumbers and former Marines and, you know, uh, Army Rangers and school bus drivers from all over the country, Texas, Midwest, New York, Florida, everywhere. So there's been thousands of communities that have been affected by this. And so until we get all of our troops home, all of our POWs home, uh, every single American is really liable to be ripped out of their home in the middle of the night like the FBI did to me and to many others uh, at the drop of a hat for maybe posting something on Facebook or maybe showing up to a school board uh, hearing and standing against critical race here. I mean, if they could do it to the Jan Sixers for peacefully protesting, uh, they can do it to anybody. So first you have to get that, that, that understanding rooted in your heart that this is your battle too. Whoever's listening to this is something that affects you. It's not just, you know, this young man sitting in prison thousands of miles away from you in Washington, D.C., from sunny San Diego. It is, it is going to affect your community if it's not already. I know multiple Jan Sixers from California. Um, but more specific ways you guys can help out there. We have documentaries that we've produced. Um, actually, the number one viewed video ever on Rumble was a documentary my team produced called The Truth About January 6th. If you want to know more about January 6th, I really highly suggest you watch this video. Um, It's got over 2 million views on Rumble. If you guys want to watch it, go to j6truth.org. That's the letter J, number 6, truth.org. And you guys can get links there to um, watch the documentaries and really get plugged in with our movement. We also do a lot of fundraising for the January 6th community. Um, There's a J6 legal fund that you guys can support that is very, I mean, the impact it's had. We've helped out over 30 Jan Sixers get attorneys to fight these, you know, ridiculous accusations and charges. So I definitely encourage everybody listening to please go to j6truth.org, click on the link to support the J6 Legal Fund. That is a massive way people can get involved. And uh, the other ways I mentioned earlier, get on the phone with your representatives. Call, 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 write them a letter, 
send them an email and start asking for accountability. What are you doing to help out the January 6th political prisoners and get involved with your representatives because that is where some of the biggest work that needs to be done is not being done. Uh, I don't know how much time we have left because I'm so gripped in talking to you that I've lost track of time. But getting back to that day, there's, you mentioned that the, the all the hours, the footage hasn't been released, and that's in part to try to hide, um, I think, in my opinion, uh, the 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 Fed the Fed's involvement uh, in in January six. Did you see, or do you think you you saw uh, FBI or any undercover federal people there that day? I mean, I can't tell you for certain if. What I mean, I know that they were there. Let's just be very clear that the, the January 6th was orchestrated from the highest levels of the Democrat Party um, down through the Capitol Police and also with DHS agents, Department of Homeland Security, FBI, um, and, and more different federal agencies all involved in the crowd, um, helping make sure that this crowd that was a static, peaceful crowd turned into you know what we saw and myself was involved in. And so um, that is for certain. But there's also another aspect of January 6th that it's like 1776, our founding fathers would have been there standing with us shoulder to shoulder, making sure our constitution was being upheld. So I don't like to give them all the credit, uh, Andrea. I like to also say that the Jan Sixers are doing what the American patriots are called to do, which is stand against tyranny. But there were obviously, and everybody knows it, there's been Epic Times reports, there's been reports on Gateway Pundit, um, and, and even whistleblowers coming forward, FBI whistleblowers saying that there are, and there were, multiple CHSs, confidential human sources in the Proud Boys, in the Oath Keepers, and there were multiple federal agents in the crowd, even Capitol Police officers urging the crowd forward, letting people inside the building, moving barricades. So you have a combination mixture of American patriotic fervor that is awesome and should be, you know, recognized as, as what patriots do when tyranny is afoot. But then there's also the fact that we were set up, it was a Fed direction, and things did get out of hand because the Capitol Police were given orders to injure and attack, shoot tear gas and, and pepper ball bullets and rubber bullets at a crowd that was just standing there waving flags. Um, uh, again, I don't know how much time we have left, but my producer, Riley, has a, a question for you. So, Riley, jump in. Yeah, uh, look, this whole thing has just been incredibly eye-opening, um, at least in my view and, and the way I see things. And I just want to know, um, you know, as a, as a civilian, as a patriot, as someone who really holds the Constitution in high regard and this country in high regard, at least in theory on paper when the government is doing what it's supposed to be doing i just i just want to know what is the big lesson what is the takeaway how how should this change the way that i see government my duty as a citizen the way that i think about things what what, what are some of the the most important lessons that you've taken away from this that you'd be comfortable sharing with me because i want to know how i can learn from this wow. and and you know how we can how we can get better, I guess, and, and get better at standing up for our own, our own citizenry, um, really, and just rooting out corruption um, wow. at the highest levels and the lowest levels wow, of Riley, law that, enforcement. 
Amen. Yeah, yes, yes. At the highest and lowest levels, <laughs> there is corruption. That is one of the best questions I've been asked in hundreds of interviews since January 6th. That's one of the best questions I've been ever asked, and I love that. Let me try to answer it as succinctly as possible. Okay. I think that the biggest takeaway from January 6th is that there is spiritual warfare happening in this country, and every single person is involved in it. And like we saw a million people show up on, at the Capitol on January 6th, We've seen what they've taken, what, what is widely known. If you talk to any January 6th, it's like one of the most beautiful vibes of patriotism and love of country and love of the fellow brothers there and all the people that were there. There were hymns being uh, sung. People were in prayer circles. There were multiple pastors, hundreds of pastors giving sermons everywhere. And they've been able to take what was uh, honestly one of the greatest days of my life and many people's lives beautiful day and they've been able to spin the narrative and turn the 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 patriots who set up for the constitution and turn them into saying that we're domestic terrorists that we're violent insurrectionists that we're extremists so the takeaway is that if you don't do your own research and you're not informed yourself that they can take a hero and paint them as a villain and that's what malcolm x said he said the most powerful uh, you know, power of the American media is they, they could take somebody innocent and make them guilty. And so you have to be informed, you have to get involved, and you have to be very aware, keenly. You have one minute remaining. What's happening around you in a spiritual sense, get focused, get tuned in with the Word of God, get tuned into your relationship with God so that you, na- you will not be fooled by the wiles of the devil. His deception runs deep and I, that's my that's my parting word for you guys. Get tuned in, and guys, go to, to that website too, j6truth.org, and check out that documentary. It's so important. Jake Lang, it's an honor to have you on the show tonight. We're going to continue to pray for you, and it, it, and I urge all my listeners to support you in any way that they can, and hopefully you'll be back on soon with an update as to what's going on with you. Take good care. All right. You guys stay tuned. Thank you. Thank thank you so much. God bless. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Stay tuned. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. If you missed the last two segments, definitely uh, download our podcast because we had uh, Jake Lang, who has been in uh, jail. He's a Jan 6 defendant. He's now crossed the 1,000-day mark where he has not been uh, brought in trial, and his story is absolutely staggering. So you're going to want to you're you're going to want to listen to that, or, or maybe if you you might even want to listen to it again. So download the podcast. You can also email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com, because I'd love to hear your take on it. Speaking of hearing people's takes, there is another Republican debate that is next week. It's the third debate. The field is winnowing down. It, things are getting really interesting. I know Trump is not going to be on the stage in Miami, but just but I think we all need to be tuning in because things have gotten very interesting between DeSantis, Nikki Haley. They're all definitely waiting, hoping that Trump is going to go by the wayside for some reason or another. If you're in the Miami area or if you just want to go to the debate and fly into Miami, we are giving away uh, two free tickets. So if you want to enter to win the tickets, 
enter for a chance to win the tickets, you're going to text WIN, W-I-N, to 94878. That's the word WIN to 94878. So um, it's really uh, shocking to hear what's going on because even if you think that Jake Lang or anybody else broke a window or committed some kind of of crime, they did trespass or whatever, you have to at least understand and see the disparate treatment in terms of how they have all been charged with a criminal statute for the that, that has never been charged before in the history of the United States of America. That is a fact, and it is un, undisputed. Uh, we've got Black Lives Matter people that literally lit fi- government buildings on fire uh, that we're not looking at nine years. Uh, the government is continuing to round up as many people as they can who were there on Jan 6 to the degree to where Gateway Pundit is now reporting that Biden's Department of Justice is starting to arrest Trump supporters who never went inside the Capitol and who were there and the government knew they were going to be there because they were there with permits to be there for their rallies. And that's and they're what they're using is the same technology, the the same geo tracking technology that Catherine Engelbrecht and true the vote used for that was uh, documented in 2000 mules. Remember they said that that what that didn't work, right? The 2000 mules movie couldn't have, couldn't have been accurate because this geo tracking is inaccurate, but yet they're using it to round up more Jan six defendants. Um, these are scary times. Are they not uh, Sesame Broccolini? Yeah, they are. And that's why we really got to be paying close attention. Um, I'm going to be watching this debate. I'm going to be reading the news. We're, we're steeped in this world, but even if you're not, please try to tune in. I mean, these these are really important times. We're living through historic. This is a quite, quite a moment to be alive. Honestly, this is a very interesting time. Um, and there's just so much on the line and there's so much at stake and we just can't afford to, you know, stick our heads in the sand. I mean, we people need to wake up. I think people are waking mm-hmm. up. I don't know what you think, but it seems like more people are starting to realize, especially with the Biden corruption yeah. stuff and the weaponized DOJ, yeah. people are starting to realize this country can be corrupted. It is exceptional, but it can be corrupted. And this really is the last frontier. So we have to protect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you asked probably his favorite question he's ever been asked in an interview, which is what his takeaway was and what we should take away about the U.S. government. And he ended it, though, in talking about Jesus and how mm-hmm. we, you know, we need to, you know, um, uh Shoot, I I was so blown away. How did he how did he end it about Jesus and in the Bible and, and coming together as Christians? Well, knowing that, that God always stands with you and that, you know, um most importantly, you know, as as long as you stand by what is right and what is good and mm-hmm. what is just, then you will ultimately be rewarded. And the and the suffering is is easier, I guess, to bear when you know that you're on the side of what is right and what is just and what is true. And it doesn't matter if mortals want to punish you for it. Um, it's it, Bearing the pain is worth eternal life and standing for what is right and standing for this republic and standing for the Constitution and standing for the preservation of our God-given rights. So... You know, it, well, and a lot of these battles that, are really theological. They are rooted in God. Um, well, well, they are. And actually, that's really what the American First Movement is all about, because that's what our country was founded on. We're going to take a break. We come back. Hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show. And you thought hour one was good. Hour two is going to be even better. So don't go away.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.